Hallelujah. Glory to God. What a wonderful day that the Lord has made. We celebrate the faithfulness of our God who is great and does miracles, awesome miracles. Today is day 23 of the Ava devotional prayer program. I welcome you to this morning's devotion. My name is Pastor Ada. Our God is unchanging. What he says he will do is what he will do. All we are supposed to do is to look and see what he is doing and move with him. And his will in heaven will become a reality on earth in our lives in Jesus' name. Amen. We are still contending for our inheritance. And so this morning, I want to invite you to join me in prayer as we invite the Lord to give us his word for today. Let us pray. Our Father in heaven, you are a great God, the Alpha and Omega, the author of salvation. We welcome you, we honor and adore you for who you are. You are the faithful and the true God. You are the keeper of promises. We come before you with a heart of thanksgiving. We acknowledge that we are here only because it pleased you and because you permitted it. We invite you now, Lord, come and take us into your word, the eternal word that lives forever. Open our eyes to see mysteries. Help us to know what you are doing around us so that we can connect to your purpose. This is our prayer this morning, Lord, for we pray in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. We thank the Lord so much for all he has been showing us from his word, particularly from the book of Joshua. There have been instructions, there have been foundations laid, and this morning, the Lord is taking us even deeper into what it means to seek his inheritance. For us to have the inheritance of our earthly parents, all we need to do is bear their name, have their DNA. And when the time comes, our portion is allocated to us. Sometimes we may be badly behaved. We may not be what our parents want us to be or do what they want us to do. But by virtue of the fact that we are their children, the entitlement just comes to us. But now with our Heavenly Father, it's different. With our Heavenly Father... There are requirements, there are processes, there are conditions to inheriting what the Lord has laid up for us. And so this morning, I want to turn your attention completely to the Lord. 
I want you to see yourself before the throne of grace. And I want you to seek his face. I want you to pay attention to him. I want you to look into the heart of God. I want you to look into his face to see what he's saying, to see what he's showing you concerning the issues that you are bringing before him. And this morning, you will live here not just with his word, but you will live here with his presence in Jesus' name. Amen. Our text is taken from Joshua chapter 8. I will read to us from verse 30 to verse 35 in the New Living Translation. Because the Lord has a couple of instructions he wants to leave with us here on what we need to do to truly enter into that inheritance that we seek. Then Joshua built an altar to the Lord, the God of Israel, on Mount Ebal. He followed the commands that Moses, the Lord's servant, had written in the book of instruction. Make me an altar from stones that are uncut and have not been shaped with iron tools. Then on the altar they presented burnt offerings and peace offerings to the Lord. And as the Israelites watched, Joshua copied onto the stones of the altar the instructions Moses had given them. Then all the Israelites, foreigners and native-born alike, along with the elders, officers and judges, were divided into two groups. One group stood in front of Mount Gerizim, the other in front of Mount Eber. Each group faced the other, and between them stood the Levitical priest, carrying the Ark of the Lord's Covenant. This was all done according to the commands that Moses, the servant of the Lord, had previously given for blessing the people of Israel. Joshua then read to them all the blessings and causes Moses had written in the book of instruction. Every word of every command that Moses had ever given was read to the entire assembly of Israel, including the women and children and the foreigners who lived among them. Amen. That's the reading of the word of the Lord. And our key verse from this text is Joshua chapter 8 verse 31. He says, he followed the commands that Moses, the Lord's servant, had written in the book of instruction. Make me an altar from the stones that are uncut and have not been shaped with iron tools. Then on the altar, they presented burnt offerings and peace offerings to the Lord. Hallelujah. Our topic for this morning's devotion is build an altar to the Lord build an altar to the Lord. This particular text of scripture happened just immediately after the children of Israel had fought the people of Ai and had overcome them. They had become rich with possessions. But more than anything, what God required at that time was a right relationship with him in order for them to enjoy the land. Joshua led them to build an altar to God with stones. Notice that the Lord qualifies the kind of stones they were to use. This version says uncut stones, stones that had not been shaped with iron tools. So God was requiring for, from them something natural, not anything artificial. 
and they were to present to the Lord burnt offerings and peace offerings. What does that have to do with us now? The same ordinance that the Lord established in this place also applies to us. It applies to us. Spiritual principles, whether in the Old Testament or in the New Testament, have to be followed in assessing things from the kingdom of God. The kingdom of God has laws on which it operates. It has principles on which it operates. And so if you want to assess anything from the kingdom of God, you have to follow the protocol of heaven. You have to follow the pattern that God has laid down already in the scriptures concerning that thing which you seek. We have been looking at how to possess our inheritance and God has given us a key. And that key is in how the children of Israel possessed their own physical inheritance. We have journeyed with Joshua from the time that Moses went to be with the Lord and Joshua was to lead the children of Israel and deliver to them their inheritance. So this morning, what do we see here? God asked them to build him an altar. So you are going to get a place and you are going to build the Lord an altar. You are going to build the Lord an altar. You are not going to build a physical structure. Remember the specification says stone that is uncut, something natural. So you are going to find a place that is convenient for you, a place that is natural to you. It might be a corner in your room. It might be a particular room in your house. But get a place. And in that place, get alone with the Lord and offer to the Lord worship. Offer to the Lord worship. The second thing you're going to do is you're going to offer a burnt offering to the Lord. A burnt offering. What is a burnt offering? A burnt offering is a sacrifice that is totally given to God. And for us, a burnt offering is clearly stated in Romans chapter 12 verse 1. It says, and so dear brothers and sisters, I plead with you to give your bodies to God. Because of all he has done for you, let them be a living and holy sacrifice, the kind he will find acceptable. This is truly the way to worship him. So after you have gotten a place that you set apart to meet with the Lord, that is where your altar is. Offer to the Lord worship. Even this worship is a fruit of your lips. And as you offer to the Lord worship, praises, also offer yourself to the Lord as a living sacrifice. That is the kind of sacrifice God is requiring. Rededicate yourself to the Lord. We are about to enter the land. We are about to enter a land we've never been before. The Lord has sown the seed yesterday. It has sprouted that there is nothing that he cannot do for you. That there is nothing that can thwart the purposes of God that is determined concerning your life. Not what your parents have done or have not done. Not what you have done or have not done. There is nothing that is able to stop the purposes of God for your life from being accomplished. But there is a process to assessing those things. And that is why the Lord has brought us to this threshold. And this is a threshold where the Lord is saying, rededicate yourself to me. Listen to what Jesus said. 
in Psalm 40 verse 7, which is also repeated in Hebrews chapter 10 verse 7. Ever before Jesus came to the earth, ever before Jesus started his assignment, this is what he had to say, first recorded in Psalm 40 verse 7. Then Christ said, And so, my God, I have come to do what you want, as the scriptures say. I have come to do what you want, as the scripture says. Jesus came to do exactly what God wanted him to do with his life. That was why he was born where he had been prophesied to be born. That was why he grew up in, Na in Nazareth so that he can be in Nazarene. That is why every scripture promise that had been made, including that Rachel would be weeping for her children, all of those scriptures, all those prophecies, there was none that was not fulfilled because Jesus came to do all what God wanted him to do according to the scriptures. So I invite you this morning to rededicate your life, your marriage, your family to the Lord. Let's go before the throne of grace and let's surrender ourselves to the Lord. Because God is not just interested in giving us things. God is more interested in restoring our relationship with him as father and son. God is more interested in establishing intimacy with you because once the Lord has intimacy with you, there is nothing else that he cannot give you. There is nothing else. You recall the story of the prodigal son when he returned back to his father, when his relationship with his father was restored, the father was the one that gave the word. The father was the one that called for the ring, called for the garment, called for the sandals. The father was, was gracious to give him what he no longer deserved. Why? Because the relationship had been restored. So I want you now to join me in prayer. This is how the Lord wants us to go. So many of the great things that have happened in my life have not come when I fasted the most. They have not come when I prayed the most. They have come when I surrendered the most. They have come when I went to the Lord and I laid it all on the altar. They have come when I said to the Lord, nothing else matters but you. And I have always come away from that season of my life with more than I could ever have asked for. And so this morning, the Lord says to me, I call for a burnt offering. I call for a burnt offering. What is that burnt offering? Let us go to the Lord and say, Father, here I am. I am here on earth to do your will. Here I am, Lord, to do everything that is written about me in your book. Nothing short, nothing less. Lift up your voice and begin to talk to the Lord. Lift up your voice and begin to talk to the Father. Say to the Lord, here I am. Here I am. Though I seek the inheritance, but I seek you more. Though I seek the inheritance, I seek my relationship. I seek my intimacy. I seek your face. I seek your will for my life. I seek your desire. I seek your purpose for my life. Here I am, Lord. I come with all that I am. I come with all that I have. I rededicate my life to you. I rededicate my resources to you. I rededicate all to you. I surrender my dreams. I surrender my wills. I surrender my 
expectation. I surrender my plans, my programs, all that I have. I lay it all on the altar. I surrender myself as a burnt offering to you this morning in the mighty name of Jesus. Amen. Amen. The Lord is calling for a peace offering. What is a peace offering? Look at Luke chapter 15 verse 21. It says, His son said to him, Father, I have sinned against both heaven and you, and I am no longer worthy of being called your son. That was the prodigal son returning to his father. He said, I've sinned against you. I've sinned against heaven. I'm not worthy of being called your son. What was going on there? The son was dropping every entitlement mentality. He was dropping every entitlement mentality as he approached his father. This is a peace offering. This is a peace offering. Surrendering to the Lord to say, God, whatever you want, whatever you want, however you want it, I lay down every entitlement mentality. I lay down every entitlement mindset. I am not demanding anything. I don't deserve anything after all. It is your grace that has brought me back. It is your grace that has saved me. It is the blood of your son that has redeemed me. You bought me back. You redeemed me back. I am not entitled to anything All I want is your love. All I want is to be your son. All I want is to be in the center of your will. That is what it means to offer up a peace offering. You are no longer angry with God. You are no longer quarreling with God. Oh God, why am I not married? Oh God, why have have I not had a child? Oh God, why have I not had that house? Oh God, why have I not had that dream job? You are no longer contending with God. You are no longer striving with God. You are saying, I surrender every entitlement. Job chapter 22 verse 21 says, Surrender to God, all powerful. You will find peace and prosperity. King James Version says, Acquaint now thyself with him and be at peace. And good shall come out of it. God is calling for a peace offering. I don't know who you are listening to me. I don't know what you are angry with God about. I don't know what has happened that has made you to stop praying. That has made you to stop going to the house of God. For so long you have refused to go to the house of God. You have refused to worship. Because God did not give you what you wanted. Because you have fasted and you have prayed and you did not get exactly what you wanted. This morning, God is calling. God is saying, return to me with a peace offering. Can you lift up your voice to say to the Lord, here I am, Lord. It's all by your grace and mercy. Everything I have received has been by your grace. Lord, I seek no more. I seek no less. All I want is you. This is a prayer of surrender. Can you begin to surrender to the Lord? Can you surrender to the Lord? Can you say, Lord, I'm ready to serve you. I'm ready to love you with or without the gift, with or without the promotion, with or without the car. I surrender, Lord, to you in the mighty name of Jesus. Amen. I want you to pray that prayer from your heart. I want you to pray it sincerely. It is what the Lord is calling for. God is not calling for fast. You, 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 you will recall that since we started this 40 days prayer, I didn't ask you to fast. I may be fasting, but I didn't ask you to fast. Because it is not all about fasting. It's all about doing it in God's own terms. 
doing it according to God's own terms. And this is what the Lord is calling for, a burnt offering and a peace offering. And after this call, I want you to go to that place where you have called your altar and offer to the Lord a burnt offering. Offer to the Lord a peace offering. That is what the Lord is calling for this morning. The next thing the Lord wants to deal with in this key verse of scripture that we read is found in Joshua 8.31. It says, he followed the commands that Moses, the Lord's servant, had written in the book of instruction. Make me an altar from stones that are uncut and have not been shaped with iron tools. Then on the altar, they presented burnt offerings and peace offerings to the Lord. The first part of this verse says, he followed the commands that Moses, the Lord's servant, had written in the book of instruction. The next thing to focus on is the book of instruction. What is the book of instruction? The book of instruction contains all the commandments that the Lord has given. All the commandments that God has given. If you remember when we read our text, after, Mo, after Joshua put up the altar, he began to write on the stones the word of instruction. He began to write the commandments of God on those stones, on those stones, those stones represented the altar. So we have to come to that altar and we have to hear God's commandments. We have to hear God's word because obedience to God's commandment releases the blessings on the promised land. Obedience to God's commandments releases the blessings on the promised land. You will recall that Isaiah 119 says, that if you are willing and obedient, you will eat the good of the land. So it's not enough to enter the land. It is more important for you to know the commandments and to obey the commandments. Because when you obey the commandments, you will enjoy the land. You will enjoy the good of the land. Look at what the scripture says in Deuteronomy chapter 8. Uh, chapter 11, I read from verse 8. Therefore, be careful to obey every command I'm giving you today, so you may have strength to go in and take over the land you are about to enter. If you obey, you will enjoy a long life in the land the Lord swore to give to your ancestors and to you and their descendants, a land flowing with milk and honey. For the land you are about to enter and take over is not like the land of Egypt from which you came, where you planted your seed and made irrigation ditches with your foot as in a vegetable garden. Rather, the land you will soon take over is a land of hills and valleys with plenty of rain, a land that the Lord your God cares for. He watches over it through each season of the year. Hallelujah. God is taking us into a land and that land is inheritance that we seek. This inheritance is not the type you earn by hard work or human effort. It is not the type that you earn by walking, waking up very early and going to bed late in the night where it is all by your strength and by your physical power. No, the inheritance that we seek is rooted in the grace and generosity of God. Hallelujah. This inheritance that we seek is rooted in the grace and the generosity of our God. 
I leave you with a scripture in Acts chapter 20 verse 32. It says, And now I entrust you to God and the message of his grace that is able to build you up and give you an inheritance with all those he has set apart for himself. Acts chapter 2 verse 32. The message here is the message of his grace. Paul told them it is the message of his grace that is able to build up to maturity. It's the message of God's grace. It's the word of God that you know that will build you up and give you a, a revelation of what is your inheritance. Remember, we have established that the minor cannot claim an inheritance. So you need to go back to the word of God's grace. You need to understand that grace of God. And as you grow in the knowledge of that grace, you will know what pertains to you. You will know what has been paid for and you will know how to claim them. You will be able to demand it from the devil and it will be delivered to you in Jesus' name. Amen. So for the next 17 days that we have to the end of this program, I am encourage you to go and write out the scriptures that cover what you are believing God for. Read it every time you stand before the altar and God will command his blessing upon those scriptures in the mighty name of Jesus. Let us take these few prayer points before we end. Father, open my eyes to the instructions in your word for this season of my life in Jesus' name. Father, open my eyes to the instructions in your word for this season of my life in Jesus' name. Can you begin to pray that prayer this morning? There is an instruction that you need to follow in this season of your life. There is an instruction that you need to adhere to for you to be able to assess what you seek. Everyone on this platform listening to me, our needs are different. Our expectations are different. What is inheritance to you may not be what it is to me. So you need to go to the scripture. You need to search the scriptures to receive the word of instruction for your own situation. And as you walk in that instruction, as you obey that instruction, God himself will command his blessings on your land in the mighty name of Jesus. Amen. The second prayer point we are going to ask the Lord, Father, give me words to bring before you in Jesus' name. Give me words to bring before you in Jesus' name. Hosea chapter 14 verse 2 says, take words with you. Take words with you. When you go before the Lord, you don't just go there crying. You don't just go there just saying anything. You go there with God's word. You go there with God's promises. You remember at the beginning of this program I said, God is able to do what he says he will do. Remember, I also mentioned that we need to see what God is doing so we can follow him, so we can move with him. Because in the Lord's Prayer, Jesus taught us, he said, pray, let your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. What God executes is his will. And so all our praying must align with his will in heaven, bringing it to pass on earth. And so pray this prayer now, asking the Lord, Father, give me words to bring before you in the mighty name of Jesus. Let us begin to pray. Father, give us words, give us words, give us your word, give us your promises. Open our eyes eyes to discover the things that you have laid up for us in the scriptures. Open our eyes to behold wondrous things out of your word. Open our eyes, O oh God, to know what you have paid for, to know what you have ordained for us, and help us to come back with 
these words to you in the mighty name of Jesus. I pray, Lord, this morning that everyone listening to the sound of my voice, Lord, as they return to you, as they offer up to you their burnt offerings, as they offer up to you their peace offerings, Father, I pray in the name of Jesus that you open unto them, O God, the message of your grace. Open unto them the word of grace, which is able to build them up, which is able to give them maturity, which is able to give them growth, which is able to give them the capacity that they need to go into the land that you have given them in the mighty name of Jesus. Has your word not said that the prosperity of fools will slay them? Father, Lord, may we not enter into this new season as fools. May we become wise. May we be made wise by the word of your grace in the name of Jesus. I pray, oh God, Lord, for as many, oh God, who have not known how to seek your face, for as many who have not known how to hear your word, I pray that this morning, you will lead them by your hand. You will lead them as a shepherd leads his sheep. You will guide them. You will lead them beside still waters. They will discover the truth of your word. Your word will come alive to them in the name of Jesus. As they embrace the truth of your word, as they obey your word, as they give regard to the covenant, Father, Lord, let there be a performance of your word in the name of Jesus. The Lord, as you bring us into this land, Father, you have said in your word, that this new land is a land that you care for, is a land that you watch over. Father, Lord, may you watch over your children. May your eyes be upon them in this season in the name of Jesus. May you watch over your word to perform it in their life in the name of Jesus. No matter the season that they are going through, no matter the circumstances of God, I pray that, Lord, you will perform your word in our lives in the name of our Lord Jesus Christ. Thank you because your word has said that the silver and the gold, they are yours. The earth is yours and the fullness thereof. There is nothing you cannot do. There is no gift you cannot give. There is no blessing you cannot give. There is no womb you cannot open. There is no miracle you cannot perform. Father, as we return to you, as we return to you, as we return with all that we have, as we yield to your will as we surrender to your times and season. Lord, let there be a performance of your word in our life in the name of Jesus. Let everything you have written in your books concerning us, let everything that is in your will in heaven, let it be done in our life in the name of Jesus. Every throne you have prepared for your children, Lord, let them assess it in the name of Jesus. Every lifting you have determined for your children in this season, Lord, let it be their portion in the name of Jesus. And I cause the Lord to fall for us on goodly places. Call us, cause us, oh God, to ride upon our high places in the name of Jesus. That according to your books, according to your timing, according to your season, visit your children. Bring them, oh God, into a land flowing with milk and honey, that your name may be glorified and that your word may be performed in our lives in the mighty name of Jesus. Amen. 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 Our confession this morning is, I will offer up unto the Lord my offerings. I will offer up unto the Lord my offerings. May the Lord give you grace as you obey this call and you do what the Lord is calling you to do in this season. And I assure you, I assure you, 
you will not go empty-handed in the name of Jesus. Amen. In the following days ahead, I am going to invite other ministers to minister alongside with me on this team. And so I just want you to receive their ministry as well. I'm not going away to anywhere. I'm just here. But because I believe in the multifaceted grace of God, I believe in the many dimensions of the grace of God. I am always open to partner with other people in ministry so that every aspect of the blessings of God or the message that God has for his people, none of it will be overlooked. So whatever I've not been able to capture, whatever I've not been able to pick out as other ministers come, God will use them to still minister those things to you that I may have missed out. After all, the word of God says, Paul planted, Apollos watered, but God gave the increase. And so I want you to be open to receive the ministry of other people who will minister in other days before this 40 days program is over. God bless you and have a fruitful day. Amen.